You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 56 of the Ghoul Friends podcast. I'm, I almost said I'm Celeste. (laughs) Who are you? I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. (laughs) And here we go. You decided to be me for a day? (laughs) I was like, my mind just was like, woo. And I'm Caitlin. (laughs) like you forever well like done you, you started the intro for like ever until probably like episode like 30 or 40 when we decided to like switch off mm, yeah you're right so i was always used to like being like i'm celeste and i'm caitlin <laughs> you're like i'm celeste wait a minute no, like what no who am i <laughs> it begs a bigger existential question who am i who am i <laughs> who are any of us <laughs> we don't need to answer that but for real who are we because we're recording midweek <laughs> like look not coming in clutch who is no. she <laughs> like well usually it's was that a burp no oh i think it was a weird mouth sound sorry <laughs> sorry for assaulting your ears with my nasty mouth noise <laughs> um no i mean typically we're recording you know sunday afternoon yeah we've been doing kind of like sunday lunch or dinner with your family mm-hmm. and we were like shooing them out like get out get out get out <laughs> I feel like we've become those kids that don't do their homework until the night before. (laughs) Okay, were you a kid like that? No. That brings up a good question. I always had it done, like, as soon as I had it. Like, I would try to get it done. Like, I really did use study hall as, like, time to, like, get my homework done. Oh, okay. If I got home from school and had work to do still, like, I sat down, got my snack, and, like, finished it. Got my snack, got ready. Yeah, you did have to have a snack. (laughs) My mom had a daycare growing Mm -hmm. up, so, like, we always had, like, just really yummy snacks. Yeah. big cupboard just... What was your favorite snack? Well, it depended on my mood, or my mom's mood at the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. what she got. So, like, sometimes she had some, like, really good snacks. what the budget was like that week. (laughs) Or she was just like, you get, like, wheat thins. I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah. Sometimes, like, Dunkaroos were, like, a really good one. Oh, my God. Such a lost... I don't think they make them anymore. I feel like they were going to come back and make them, and it kind of went away. Then COVID happened. They're like, you know what? Dunkaroos are, like, off the list. Like, we got bigger <laughs> things to deal with around here. I'm a slut for a Dunkaroo. Yeah. Those were so good. We never had those, I don't think, but we always... I'm trying to think back now, like, 80 years to what we had. cookie dunked in, like frosting <laughs> yeah i always liked they still make these today but they're like the little breadsticks that you can like dip in the cheese oh, like the laughing cow yeah yeah kind of yeah. It, it used to be like nabisco or something yeah. to eat it oh yeah, yeah you know what i'm talking about they're, yeah they're like super fake it cheese. was hella disgusting but <laughs> yeah your mom was good loves these too the orange peanut butter oh my crackers. god yes, yes we have had those in our house since i was born <laughs> Your mom does love them. I love them, too. I remember mm-hmm. when we were moving. Yeah. She, like, we had nothing in the fridge. Like, I had not really gotten many groceries yeah. and stuff. So, like, she comes over with, like, bottled water and orange crackers. And I was like, okay. <laughs> got it. She's always stocked. Yep. She's always got the goodies at her house. She does. She has a huge pantry. Yeah, she does. Full of, like... Jealous. Anything you want. I know. I'm like, next time we're over there, I got to snag a few things. Like, you know, just... <laughs> Celeste likes to go grocery shopping. And, oh, Jeff listens to this, too. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Celeste likes to go grocery <laughs> shopping in the pantry at her parents' house. <laughs> well, you know what? It's not like they would even notice because uh, last weekend, mm-hmm. uh, my parents came back from being in Nashville with Gabby Ghoul. And they took their time driving back to South Carolina. So we had them over for dinner. Yeah. And uh, we had, like, just run out of napkins. So I just yeah. texted my mom, like, hey, can you bring some napkins? And I'm just thinking, like, maybe, just like, for dinner to yeah, like a store. couple. <laughs> oh, no. Girl comes in with, like, two packs of, like, Costco napkins. And, and she's then, like, cup. 
cocktail napkins. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so don't act like y'all notice, because I know y'all don't. <laughs> when I just snag a toilet paper roll here or a yeah. paper towel there, you just don't it's know. It's true. It's true. You know? You do what you got to do. Hey, sometimes you survival of the fittest, y'all. <laughs> These are crazy times. We all got to do what we got to do. You yes. know what? <laughs> yep. What else is exciting? Um, it's not exciting, but it's hot as hell. It is hot. It's pretty wild. Yesterday, I think, not yesterday, the day before, Monday, mm-hmm. was like scorching Yeah, it hot. was really hot. It's bad when like 90, 95 is like cooled off a little bit. <laughs> I know. I'm like, just, wow, is it November yet? <laughs> At least we're getting into like this season. It's obviously summer, but like there's usually an afternoon storm, like, storm with a yeah. shower that kind of like doesn't make it so like beating hot yeah just kind of makes it a little more humid but it's tolerable well there was one last night but you were just too dead asleep to notice it yeah, so. everyone's like oh my did you see that like thunderstorm and i was, was like wild. which one and i woke up and i'm like oh must rain last night <laughs> i'm like it was like apocalyptic last night <laughs> no nah, i was you gone. must have been tired i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah well survival of the fittest man <laughs> <laughs> nobody gets between caitlin and her sleep nobody <laughs> No. We've, we've established this before. I love to sleep. It's true. Yeah. You do love to sleep. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What else did we have going on? I'm in the middle of shaving Mishka. Oh. Mishka, our main coon cat. The shearing. <laughs> I swear he's like the Play-Doh man. Like, you know, when you like push the Play-Doh up and the hair like grows? Mm-hmm. Like, that's Mishka. Like, Mishka, I swear, we shave him and then like three days later, you're like... He's a chia pet. How are you growing back already? Yeah. So to like put this in context... um, it used to be that we had to have Mishka sedated mm-hmm. and groomed because his hair would get so bad. And, like, we tried taking him to groomers, and it just... Never worked. Mishka was, like, expelled from yeah. <laughs> the grooming. So it's super expensive to get him groomed professionally. Yeah. They, you know, they do sedate him and blood work and all this. And so the Dr. Doolittle that I worked for in Massachusetts was like, why don't you just, like, try to shave him yourself? And I was like, <laughs> okay. So now that's, like, it takes a couple days, but, like, we get him. Yeah, you know, you get it where you can, and he um, he actually doesn't mind it Mm-mm. too terribly anymore, so yeah. it's just he looks a little wild for, like, a little bit, because half of him is shaved. <laughs> it's you so... Know, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's He's looking a little like a mess, and that's okay. It's all right. That is all right. It's, you know... It is what it is. It is. He'll be all right. He'll make it. Yeah. He lets you know when he's had enough. Uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> 20 plus pounds of mancoon will let you know when he's done. <laughs> Well, sorry, sorry <laughs> You'll thank us when your hair is not matted. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. What else we got? Hmm. Let's see. We got another review on iTunes. We did. Um, and it was a five-star review, and they thought we were hilarious, so thank you. Yes. Why you quite think we're hilarious, I don't know, but uh, thank you anyway for yeah. the review. We love those. I mean, I think I'm pretty funny. You are pretty funny. Sometimes. Occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so that's good stuff. I know I for, always forget to check the iTunes review, so mm. it's always pleasant when I see another one, and it's yeah. like good. Yeah. <laughs> like thank you. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, keep that's those good. coming, guys. That's awesome to read. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Well, should we jump in? We've been babbling for all of seven minutes now, <laughs> so <laughs> fair enough. Well, our friend Lindsay Ghoul, my um, college friend, yes. requested an episode on haunted dolls mm. so we're we're you know gonna fulfill that <sighs> yeah little thing there so mm. i've got one that everybody knows about but it's still really creepy so we're gonna talk about it and then two like little 
Okay. Blips. So I don't know. Yeah. I thought I might start on, because I kind of did some like background information because I think a question everyone asks themselves is why do dolls scare us so damn much? Like if y'all listen way back in the episodes, you'll hear my terrifying encounter with my American girl doll (laughs) and how terrified I was of her. And I think a lot of people obviously share that fear, but I was really interested in kind of learning more about why. Mm Mm-hmm. So I came across this theory called the Uncanny Valley. Have you heard of that before? I have not. And I cannot remember if I talked about this last time, because I think we did talk... We've talked about haunted dolls before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've never really dedicated an, like an episode, episode to it. Sure. So I thought it might be interesting to start off kind of talking about why we're so afraid. that sound good? Okay. Okay. Are you afraid of the dark? Remember that show? Oh, I was afraid of the dark. <laughs> I still am afraid of the dark. I love that show. Anyways. It was good. Okay. Like Goosebumps, that was good too. Oh, I love the books too. Yeah. Books. Same. Continue. All right. So the Uncanny Valley, what is it? Any guesses? Uncanny Valley? It's the Valley of... The Uncanny? Cans. <laughs> Excellent guess, but no. Okay. All right. So the Uncanny Valley, it's a theory that tries to explain why we're so afraid of dolls. Okay. More so than dolls, artificial human representations. Um, And basically, there's a lot of theories around this concept, but the basic idea is that when something looks human, our brains kind of uh, perceive it as human. You know, if you look at a doll, dolls have hair, they have eyes, they Mm -hmm. have a face, just like we do. And some are, like, really realistic realistic looking. Yeah, and the same can be, get like, not even just dolls, like, robots now, especially with artificial intelligence. You're seeing robots that look strikingly human-like. Yep. So our brains perceive them as being human, And this is where the valley concept comes into this. So that's the uncanny part, right? Yep. The valley kind of occurs when we hit that point when we realize there's something about them that isn't human. Like with a doll, like unless they have those creepy little fluttery eyelids, (laughs) dolls don't blink. So that's when your brain says like, hold up. This is not human. I'm freaked out because it's human looking, but it's not. Not. And that's the valley. That's kind of the point where you drop off Mm -hmm. and your brain kind of gets like weirded out and like what the hell is going on yeah so basically it's our brains making us think that a figure is real and human but ultimately it can't accept it because it comes across your brain comes across features that cannot be humanized Mm. kind of makes you wonder if like we're artificial intelligence you know what that makes me think of um it's a, sorry. I'm like trying to remember the title of the book i've talked about this to you so many times Uh, oh by um philip K. Dick. Yes. Yes. Do androids dream um, of electric yes, sheep? Yes. Yes. And as I say, I had a, I had had the name. Yeah. The author name. Yeah. Do androids dream of electric sheep? It's an incredible book. Um, I highly recommend it. It is not a long read at all, from what I remember. I read mm-hmm. it in college. Um, I believe it's also the basis for the movie Blade Runner. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Basically, it's that idea of like. Can we tell what is real? Yeah. Because you never know. You kind of question whether a lot of characters are actually robots Mm -hmm. or if they're human and what's the difference. Two two things to talk about here. Yeah. The one um, commercial that we saw the other day that, like, the girl is talking and, like, it looks like a human being. Yeah. And then she's just like, but, you know, you made me possible because I'm, like, artificial intelligence. And I was Mm. like, oh, like, that is some, like, fucked up shit. Like, I don't like that at all. 
Second, this is cuter, is <laughs> cuter. <laughs> the fun fact we learned the other day about babies, and until they're like, I think it's like 12 or like 18 months, if they see their reflection, they think it's just like another tiny little human. And like they, they get they all excited. See, yeah, they don't see like... They can't perceive themselves. Right, that they know it's like them. Aww. I'm like, well, that's super cute. Another, if we're talking about really cute facts, this is completely random, but did you know that when elephants look at people, they have the same reaction that when people look at dogs and think they're cute? Like, elephants think we're cute, (laughs) y'all. How cute is that? That is very cute. Yes. But going back to what you were saying. (laughs) Yes. Because I could talk about elephants all day. but They're super cute. They are super cute. Um, I wish your former boss had worked with elephants. I would be all over that. Well, she did in Africa. I have many when questions. They, when they when they lived in she lived in Africa. Her and her husband, mm. Doctor Doolittle, too, <laughs> lived in Africa. They lived in um, Tanzania for eight years before gotcha. they had children. Yeah, so they definitely did. They're they're both wildlife vets, so yeah. they do primarily focus on gorillas, but mm-hmm. they're all like exotic, like wildlife. Yeah, no, I'd love to hear her stories about that. She's got a lot. I have heard some of them, and I'm like, dang, <laughs> would not have made it. No. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're, you know, talking about this idea that something artificial can look so human and like act so human that you don't realize that it's not Not human. And that's a really interesting concept. Mm -hmm. So that is definitely part of the uncanny Valley. And I think this is something that is not going away, especially as like robotics and artificial intelligence increases in what we can do. I think we're only going to encounter this more and more. Mm -hmm. Um, What's kind of interesting was when I was researching this too, I came across kind of the origin of the term Uncanny Valley. It came from a 1970 essay by, I believe, a Japanese roboticist named Masahiro Mori. And I apologize if I said that incorrectly. You sounded perfect. (laughs) (laughs) But basically he wrote this essay talking about the challenges that roboticists would face in the coming years in designing human-like robots. Now, this was originally written in Japanese, I believe, but I found a, an English translation of it, so I was reading through it. Um, he kind of attached the idea that the Uncanny Valley, which, when translated out of this essay, tra- actually translates to Valley of Eeriness, but I think okay. Uncanny just kind of came about from Eerie, mm-hmm. so that's where the term itself came from. But he linked it to uh, it sort of being like an evolutionary thing, like the uncanny valley was part of the human need for self-preservation. Okay. Because we're recognizing, because our brain almost accepts something, but then says, "Wait, this isn't real." So you want to like punch? It's it like in the a face. protective measure. <laughs> yeah. Or punch a baby in the face. Yeah. And you think about it, like dolls have been around forever, forever. like yeah. thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of years ago. So this is not a new thing at yeah. all. I wonder if like prehistoric folks were. <laughs> Freak them, freaked out by them Freaked too. Out. Yeah. Well, I wonder, you know, I feel like it's kind of more prevalent now than like way back just because like we were talking about, they do look so realistic. Yeah. You know, if you look at dolls from like way, way back, like, mm-hmm. they're not super realistic, but I guess they can still have like a pretty, like a creep factor. Yeah. Oh, interesting. There's something uncanny about yeah. them. So that's just kind of like well, some good. background yeah. to get us warmed up to this. I wonder if it's like the same with like clowns. I don't know. That would be a very, that'd be a cool episode too. Mm-hmm. Like clowns and like why we're so afraid of them. No. I don't like them. I don't like them at all. I don't either. <laughs> I really don't either. Mm-mm. Oh God. Yeah. There's just been so many scary clowns throughout history that <laughs> I just, I can't trust you. I can't trust them. It's true. Yeah. Do you remember that like weird phase in time when like all the weird clowns were popping out and trying to like lure Ew, people yeah. in the woods? That was a weird time. 
Wouldn't be surprised if they come back out. Like, who knows? (laughs) Who knows, folks? It was really, really odd. They'd go up to, like, the ring cameras and, like, put their face out. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I like that. I would be so pissed and scared. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be terrified. Yeah, something about a clown. Ooh, something about a clown, something about a doll. I'd pick a doll over a clown. Ooh, that's tough. (laughs) I don't know which one I would pick. I would pick pick a doll. I don't know. I gotta think about that. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, okay. All right. Well, since I've talked a little bit about the, <laughs> the Uncanny Valley and why yeah. we're so freaking scared of dolls. Do you want me to start? Sure. What do you okay. have for us? Well, I kind of just did the kind of most, I think, most well-known. Iconic. Doll. Yeah. Um, Annabelle. <laughs> Our girl Annabelle. Now, if Ooh. you have seen the movie, it is not real at all. It's very very loosely based on this doll but the, on real events yeah yeah but it's not based on real events it's just like oh gotcha yeah the movie does not depict what actually really happened gotcha okay okay so don't follow the movie <laughs> listen to me let me fill your ear holes also yeah i just want to say too also spoiler alert that's not what annabelle actually looks like that scary ass doll in the movie in the movie yeah no it's so nope. it's not really about that at all yeah the, the movie so all right we're going to go back to 1970. Um, there was a 28-year-old nurse. Um, okay. Her name was Donna, and her mom got her a birthday gift, um, and it was a Raggedy Ann doll. You will never think the same about Raggedy Ann dolls after this, I promise you. <laughs> I, you know, it's a little odd, uh, you know, as a Why she got her a doll? 30-year-old. Like, if someone got me a doll, I'd be like... Like, give me a gas card. I'm like, <laughs> I need gas. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a Target gift card. <laughs> Be real. The gift that keeps on giving, folks. <laughs> yes. That's called a credit card. <laughs> Till it runs out. I was going to say, it doesn't quite... It gives, and then it, it takes away. <laughs> and then it takes away. Fair enough. Yes. Okay, so she is literally just a Raggedy Ann doll. You know, mm-hmm. the cloth face, the yarn, you know, red yarn hair. Yeah. Like when you think Raggedy Ann, this is literally what this what looks like. Yeah. Uh, but it's not a, an ordinary, just doll that she gets right so she kind of just puts the doll on her bed as you do yeah and kind of just never really noticed much happening Mm -hmm. until like the doll was like always tipped over or the doll like would have like the leg crossed when it wasn't crossed to begin with right so she'd like make the bed put the doll and then like she would come Mm -hmm. home and it would just be like very slightly moved into like different positions did she live alone no, she has a roommate. Okay. Um, she's coming up. So, like I said, the small little movements, mm-hmm. not anything like super, super um, crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think she just didn't really think much of it. Like, yeah. okay, like, That's a little maybe weird, just but... moved or whatever. Well, they started getting this like really like creepy feeling around the doll, mm. her and her roommate, Angie. Okay, yeah. Um, and then they kind of just like started freaking themselves out. They thought like, yeah, no, no, no. It's just like, it's just a, a doll. To be fair. We do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. After like, last week's episode, <laughs> I have not been able to crack my knuckles without like, I know you almost like punched me visibly in the face cringing. Did it. Although last night we got a little scared because we were like getting ready to go to sleep. And like all of a sudden our closet door comes <gasps> flying open and we both sat straight up. And then Mishka just looks at us like, Hello. I learned how to open a door. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god, I was ready to sage him into the next dimension. We, like, we both sat straight up. That scared us both, for sure. I was like, dang. So, this is not a cat. This is not Mishka, <laughs> you know, harassing the doll. Um, they both get home from work and find, like, parchment, not paper, like, pieces of, like, parchment 
um, scattered across the floor that say, help me and help us. And so they're like, okay. <laughs> okay. Like, kind of weird. And they're like, okay, was it like their neighbors playing a prank or like... Do they have tiny mice friends? in the apartment that are writing <laughs> police for help? Yeah. Is this a Rats of like Nim situation that yeah. we're having in there? <laughs> like, what's going on? So that like obviously really freaked them out. And so they just take the paper, throw it away, and just kind of forget yeah. that it happened. And the next day they got home and the doll was like sitting in the living room. Um, okay then the next day they put it back in the bedroom and then it would be like in the kitchen (laughs) and then they were still finding parchment with these help me help us scribbled on it nope and then one day they decided uh let's just get rid of the doll (laughs) no they just left it where it was like let's you know wherever it just ends up it ends up Mm -hmm. um and then they come home from work and the doll is dripping with blood and they're like, duh. Um, girl, whose blood you been in? Yeah. Like, what that? So they, like, they just keep going on with it and, like, don't, you know. Yeah. I guess I don't know what I would do either. I mean, I would probably, like, get rid of the doll or, like, call, like, our medium friend to, like, what uh, do I do? Yeah. <laughs> um, so apparently one of them had a uh, quote-unquote male friend staying the night. We hear you. Um, and he was taking a nap. And he wakes up, and, like, they hear this blood-curdling scream. Mm. And he wakes up, and the Raggedy Ann doll is, like, right in his face. And he felt like he was being strangled. And then he had claw marks, like, all over his neck and his chest. Ooh. And, like, they were like, okay, uh-uh. like, this is not good. Sorry. Oh, my. my- <laughs> <laughs> um, so then they decided, like, you know what? This is enough. Yeah. So they do call a medium. Yeah. And then they held a seance. Yeah. And they learned that the doll was um, kind of haunted by a spirit named Annabelle Higgins. Mm-hmm. And she said she was apparently a girl that lived on the property with her family, um, and she died there at the age of seven. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that, you know, she was super comfortable with them, and, like, she made them, or made her feel, like, you know, just at peace and, you know, whatever, and just asked if she could stay. And you know what the roommate said? Um, no, please move to the light. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's okay. Like, if, if you're just, you know, comfortable here, like, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Well, it wasn't fine. <laughs> so, like, these things just keep getting worse I and can't. worse, and it's <laughs> not good. And, like, yeah. I, it made me think of your famous quote, which is, A little ghost girl is rarely a little ghost girl. Ding, ding, ding. And second, never invite anything to stay. Do not give it permission. (laughs) Yeah. So this is like pretty big stuff. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Thank you for correcting me that. (laughs) Caitlin almost. Who was Ed's wife in your original type up? Um, I, I had Ed's wife as Elizabeth, and I was like, that just doesn't sound right. And Celeste was like, the senator? <laughs> That's right, folks. Ed and Elizabeth Warren. Senator Elizabeth Warren. You heard it first. Oh, man. I corrected it. I knew it sounded weird in my head, and I was like, something is not right. And I was like, oh, shit, it's Lorraine. <laughs> she busy. She doing she- <laughs> investigating. She's running the Senate. Like, girl has been up to some stuff. Right. So, okay. No, it's our girl, Lorraine. Lorraine and Ed Warren kind of get wind of this and, like, immediately contact them. Yep. uh, And say, 
we need to meet the doll. Like we need to come see you and like we gotta, figure like, this out. Figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go to their house. Yep. Um, and like immediately say like this is not being haunted by a little ghost girl. Like this is possessed uh, by an inhuman presence. AKA uh, a demon. Yeah. <laughs> yup. Um, so they basically say like you cannot keep this doll in the house. Like it's going to get worse. Worse. Like it's mm-hmm. not going to be good. Yep. Um, so they say, you know, we have this museum, we will take it and walk it. So like no one can be hurt. Correct. Um, sure. So basically Ed tells Lorraine, like, it's going to be a really rough ride home. They had holy water and apparently they, you know, he said like, we're not taking any highways. We're going to take all back roads, like try to eliminate like any big things that can really go wrong. But apparently the wheel was like jerking and like Mm -mm. trying to be like dragged off the side of the road and like. They would sprinkle the doll with holy water the whole time. Yeah. Apparently, it was, like, really, really rough getting home. Yeah. No, I can imagine. Um, So, they locked Annabelle in, like, a glass case. Yeah. Um, It basically says, like, do not touch. So, you can... I think it's still closed, their museum. Um, Yeah. It's in Connecticut, I believe. Yes. Yep. It's in Connecticut. Um, (laughs) They're renovating. (laughs) That should be fun. (laughs) Good luck with that. Um, But you're not supposed to touch the box. You're not supposed to... Um, like taunt or make speak fun. Speak ill of her. Or, yeah. Yep. Um, We're not speaking ill of you. No, we are definitely not. Mad respect. Um, and apparently there's reports of people taunting and taking pictures and like yeah. touching the case and like very untimely deaths, like very soon Ooh. after. Like one guy left the museum and left on his motorcycle and got into a motorcycle accident and died. Wow. So. Dang. Don't she was not coming it. to mess around. No. Um, I'm, I would not go. Mm-mm. I don't, uh, yeah, well, you and I have very differing. <laughs> I would go. We'll get to that later in this, because we're talking about the haunted doll situation. <laughs> yeah, that's my next part. But, but we're yes. not going to do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to let you speak for a minute. <laughs> that's Annabelle. All right, and so she's still there. She's still... As far as I know, like I said, they're renovating, and I don't know how long that's, that's going to take, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be interested to see how that goes. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for one? Yes. All right. So let's talk about my first haunted doll that I found. Um, you can Google any of these dolls, and they pop up quite easily. So if mm-hmm. you want to see what they look like, they are terrifying. I... I'm going to Google. This one is called Letta, like L-E-T-T-A. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that stands for the full name, which is Let Me Out. <laughs> no. So, the kind of the backstory behind this doll, and it's good and terrible. It's a big doll. Like, it's the size of a small child. It looks like one of the characters from, um, like, not the Muppets, but like, Labyrinth? kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Is that what you're thinking yeah, about? Yeah, it's like a man. Like, it looks like a, a man doll. It does. And it's, uh, here's some unsettling facts about it. it it's quite large, and um, some of the hair is actual human hair. Oh. So, we're off to a great start Don't here, folks. do that. <laughs> yep. So, here we go. So, Leto was found under a house in... Uh, if there's another way to pronounce this, Australians, please let me know, because I don't want to say this wrong, but I can only pronounce this as Wagga Wagga, Australia. <laughs> Again, hit me up if that's not correct. I'd be happy to correct myself. That's awesome. I want to live there. <laughs> um, I believe it is in New South Wales, Australia. It reminds me of Waka Waka with Shakira. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good talk. Great song. Yes. And it was found, God, all this stuff was happening in the 70s, man. It was found by a man named Kerry Walton in the 1970s. Okay. 
Um, so the doll itself is estimated to be around 200 years old. Okay. Um, the creep factor goes up a little bit. And once he found the doll, um, Carrie had a psychic come and do a reading. And the psychic told him that a spirit of a drowned boy had inhabited the doll and dated back to Eastern Europe. Okay. Now, as I will say before, especially with the Annabelle story, I'm a little wary of that. Yeah. But let's continue, shall we? Let us continue. Uh, (laughs) Scary pun. (laughs) All right. So as we see kind of the typical operation of things, when Carrie brought the doll home, weird stuff started happening. So, yeah, children in the house began to have nightmares. This is the time, like, this is the scariest little fact about this whole thing. They began to see tiny scuff marks in the house. Oh, like he was walking. Yeah. (laughs) No, thank you. No, thank you. I would eat that thing. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? I would too. Um, Dogs would not go anywhere near the doll without freaking out. And it's been reported to move in front of people. Ew. So it said, Carrie said that once he tried to sell the doll when everything just kind of started getting too crazy, but when he went to go actually make the sale and take him out of the car, he could not physically lift him. Like the doll <laughs> became so heavy it could not be moved from the vehicle. Oh, wow. So apparently Letta was not about to go out like that. <laughs> so Carrie thought to himself, I'm sure like, well, I've got this doll. What do I do? Um, well, you, you hop on the road and you go make an appearances. So he's on tour with Letta around <laughs> Australia. And apparently you can pay money to take a picture with him sitting on your lap. Nope, nope, I'm good. And there are so many nopes that I could not <laughs> articulate them all like yeah. no no Mm-mm. who was it Lindsay that was telling us the other day that zach baggins did like a an episode on one of the shows that oh like yeah most haunted dolls like together together in a room yes i can only imagine some stuff went down i'm trying to make sure the cat does not step on my computer <laughs> i'm gonna do work <laughs> kitty's been a you know a little guest host for the last couple episodes. (laughs) Oh my God. Just when you think they've all gone to sleep, one of them wakes up. Pretty much. So yeah, that is, uh, that's Letta. And uh, I'm going to say Letta me out of here because I don't like it Mm -mm. at all. (laughs) No, and Google what it looks like because it's 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 a very odd looking doll. Not speaking ill of the doll. Nope, not speaking ill of any of them. Anything I want to see or be around or take a picture picture with. Yeah. See, like, I would see it, but I don't want to touch it or be around, like, it. I'll see it from a distance. Yeah, like, ooh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about I'm so on the fence about haunted dolls, it's not even funny. <laughs> You're on the fence about anything haunted. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, well, so this is where... That was it for... Like, yeah, Okay. Yep. Where... <laughs> Like, I think I would buy a haunted doll. And I was fascinated to learn that you can buy haunted dolls and haunted objects on fucking Etsy. Etsy, man. They do everything. (laughs) So, like, I was just fascinated by it. So that's kind of where I went. I found some, like, descriptions of the dolls that you can purchase. You're doing them a little work. You're doing them some free advertising. Here we go. (laughs) So, like, there's some mean ones, but there's, like, some really nice ones that that are, like... (laughs) authenticated by paranormal investigators like hey this is a nice you know girl she passed away you know she's latched on here yeah um loves animals like as long as you have animals and like you're nice like yeah things are like pretty good so i'm like kind of cool kind of (laughs) not caitlin said 
What would you do if I ordered a haunted doll and it arrived at our house? I said, I don't know about our house, but you would have to get your own house because it's not living in this one. I just, I have a lot of reservations. Like, one of my questions is, if it's a human spirit, why is it attached to an object, and why can't it move on? Yeah. Like. But you uh, don't know, like, I have a lot of, you have a lot of them, too. You know, heirlooms from people that, you know, things are old. There could be any spirit that attaches to you anywhere. I mean, we, you know, not right now because we can't go. But, like, (laughs) go downtown anywhere into a graveyard. Something can attach to you, and it can haunt, like, this napkin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do, but that doesn't mean I'm intentionally inviting it into the house to maybe haunt. All right. So we already we, we already decided that that's not happening. So don't worry. There's no dolls no. ordered. We're not we today. We have Etsy account, so you'll yeah. see. <laughs> and it'll be going right back. <laughs> so what I really did was I just Googled, like, haunted dolls on yeah, Etsy. fair enough. Um, and just kind of found their description. So you kind of, like, learn a little bit of, like, their personality. And the disclaimers on all of them are, like, once the sale is done, like, I, it's mm-hmm. done. There's no, absolutely no returns. There's no yeah. talking about it. Like, you get what you get. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to start with Natasha. Natasha. Um, she is for sale for $145. Okay. Um, so, Natasha is uh, <laughs> no bueno. Okay? She's not nice. She's not soul. nice. Okay. This is the description. Natasha is the devil in disguise. Well, never judge a book by its cover. Natasha is an evil, revengeful, creepy spirit and is all charged up and ready to be put to work. Nothing makes her more happy than to cause karma, cause karma, harm, pain, and suffering and distress to anyone that you summon her to go after. Natasha sold her soul to the devil in exchange for strong, evil powers. She has the abilities to move objects, curse people, and create bad omen. She was 33 when the devil possessed her and took over her life. When Natasha presents herself, she will appear as an ugly, devilish, demonic figure. Mm -mm. Caution is advised. (laughs) You think? Who would buy that, though? I'm not saying I'm going to pick up and buy Natasha, because, like... Yeah, probably going to... No. No. It's for sale, and it was in, like, three people's carts. (laughs) Well, clearly, they're they're trying to do some bad juju to the world, because, like... My question is, if she'll do all that bad stuff to other people, what's to say she's not going to turn around and do it to you? Mm -hmm. That's going to be a no for me on that one. (laughs) All right. Then there's Sally. Okay. Okay. Sally's pretty cheap. (laughs) She'll just run you about $85. She's a budget. She's (laughs) She's a budget haunted doll. Budget haunted doll. Um, So her description reads, here's Sally, and she is the the devil in... Disguise. Do we have a second devil in disguise? It is. Uh oh. Uh, Sally is as evil as they come. She spent the majority of her life behind bars for murdering her neighbor. Oh. She's a cold-blooded killer that hurt many people, including other inmates. Mm-hmm. Sally doesn't fear anyone. Oh, I she died at the age that. of sixty-two in jail from throat cancer. If you contact her through. The Ouija board. Be prepared for flying objects, loud bangs, lights flickering, and she will blow out any candles that you have lit. She's mm. very feisty and enjoys being in control. So contact her at your own risk. If she's left alone, she will not bother anyone. She only gets annoyed whenever she's contacted through seance or Ouija board. She's okay with the pendulum. If you cannot handle her when you contact her, you must throw her away in a river or the ocean. That's the only believed way to get rid of her spirit. All sales are final. <laughs> Again, why? 
why? I'm just so curious why people why would you purchase, purchase them. That? And like it's in a bunch of people's carts. Like people are like thinking about it. Yeah, I'm like, what are you Dang. planning to do? Not use it with a Ouija board. Yeah. I can tell you that. Well, I could have told y'all that. I mean, first rule of ghoul friends: no Ouija boards. <laughs> don't even look at one. Don't even think don't, about it. Don't do it. Just don't. Yeah, those are my two dolls. Well, those are um, equally terrifying. There were some really sweet ones, but I just, you know, I knew I wasn't going to get anywhere with you about buying one, so. You were good. You're <laughs> correct on that one. Especially not after, you, she might be a sweet doll and she might turn out to be a Natasha. You don't know. <laughs> you never know. And that is not a chance I am willing to take. Fair enough. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Fine. <laughs> there was a really heavy eye roll there. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, so are you ready for... These are not uh, found on Etsy. These are just uh, haunted dolls that have been over the years. How about that? So the next one I've got is Charlie the doll. And I had not heard of this before. Like, you know, you hear about, like, you've heard of Annabelle. You've heard of Robert the doll. You've heard of... But this one I had not heard of. But, um, oh, boy, it was equally terrifying. Hit me. Okay. So this doll was found in 1968 in the attic of an old home in upstate New York. Okay. Um, I believe it was found at, like, the bottom of an old, like, chest, you know, kind of tucked away in the attic. Leave it. You'll see why soon. Leave it. (laughs) Yep. Now, folks, if you found this, would you pick it up or would you maybe think, hmm, something may be awry here? I would pick it up. I'll wait till I tell you what was found with it. Oh, okay. Attached to the doll was a piece of what looked like uh, old paper with the Lord's Prayer written on it. I don't think they were taking it to Sunday school. I will tell you that. So. Full of funnies today. You're hitting the funny bone. So um, a family, I believe, found this at like a yard sale or an estate sale. Okay. Um, and they said, mm, okay, creepy doll with Lord's Prayer attached to it. Like, you're coming with me. And they don't know the age of the doll, but they think it dates back to the 30s, the 1930s. Oh, okay. So the family had five daughters. Yep. And they took the doll home to add to their doll collection. And I'm like, hold up. Who has a doll collection? Collection. I'm not hating on anyone that does. I'm just saying you are probably not disposed to the uncanny valley because that would scare the tar out of me. Me too. I did have a Beanie Baby collection, though. Well, those don't count. I had one of those, too. I had a fuck ton of Beanie Babies. And now they're worth so much money, and I'm like... Not really. Only some of them. I always rip the tags off from them. My mom's like, don't oh, do that. Yeah. <laughs> some I know. are worth a lot of money, but not really. Funny story, this kind of has to do with Beanie Babies, but my um, grandparents, uh, Boom Pond Tiger, Mm -hmm. uh, one time we told my grandmother that we wanted to start collecting Barbies, like the in-box, you know, the really fancy ones. And so apparently she called and set up a membership, (laughs) but she set it up under my grandfather's name. So my grandfather would get, like, Barbies delivered to him every, like, couple months, and he could not figure out why for so long. And it used to piss him off so bad. Boom, part of the Barbie dream club. Yes. <laughs> that's cute. Oh, sorry, Boom Pie. That was a big or bad. Oh, that's cute, though. Yes. The things you'll do for your grandchildren, right? Oh, Yes. So, like I said, they take the doll home. They make it part of their collection. Not a big deal. Well, the doll starts moving. Mm -hmm. Again, we see this little pattern. Uh, They kind of notice weird things starting to happen. Um, None of their girls would go near the doll. Even to the point where they would, like, you know, when you got to pee really bad in the middle of the night, and you'd, like, they would not even get out of bed to go pee because they were so scared of it. Um, You know, the parents kind of chalked it up to, like, wild imaginations, all that good stuff. 
But one girl claimed that the doll, the doll actually talked to her during the night. You, and I'm like, eat it. well, eat it. it's time to have a yard sale <laughs> again. And then the youngest girl they found covered in scratches. Yeah. And at that point they said, enough's enough. Gotta go. Gotta go. Yeah. So they basically stored the doll in an attic in, or I'm sorry, the doll in a trunk, mm-hmm. kind of tucked it away in like their attic somewhere. Okay. And this kind of stopped it, like... Nothing else happened. Okay. It was fine. Yep. Um, the years go by. Eventually, that trunk was sold at a garage sale, um, doll included. And it sounds like it kind of changed hands a few times. Well, yeah. They probably take it out and think it's all cute. And then shit she starts moving cute. around. She ain't cute. Okay. So it's moved around a fair bit, but now it's owned by a woman named Cassandra who owns a store in Beverly, Massachusetts called Local Artisan, and the doll is on display there. Ooh. So you can actually go see it. Um, and I'm like, dang. Like, that would have been cool. We could have gone in Massachusetts. Oh, now you want to go see one? Maybe now not. Now you want to go see a haunted doll. There's, there's hope. There's I'll, hope in there. I'm never going to see Annabelle, so you can forget about that. Take my own damn cell phone. You are welcome to, but you will be smudged into another dimension. <laughs> you were not even coming in the door before I'm saging you. <laughs> Fair enough. You were showering in, like, liquid (laughs) sage. (laughs) Fair enough. So, yes, that is the story of Charlie the doll. Does anything happen at the place, do you know? You know, I really couldn't find anything. Though they did say um, that the the article I was reading said that the store owner is very friendly and is happy to talk to you about all she knows about Charlie. So it sounds like there may be some things going on. That's cool. But, um, yeah, apparently you can go see it and uh, talk to her. Sweet. Yeah. Well, next time we live in Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, no, right? You're like, a year from now. Just kidding. We're no. never leaving. <laughs> no. We're never leaving. We've learned. We've learned. I'll say it on recording. We're never leaving. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Do you have another one, or is it I don't. It's just you, girl. All right. You got, you got some goodies. I do. Sorry, I'm picking the dog hair out of the, the mic. microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. All right. The last one I have is uh, Mandy. Have you heard of this one before? She's more famous. Like, she's more well-known. Equally creepy looking. I was going to sing you a Mandy Moore song, but I, I... I don't even know one to say. I'm missing you like candy. That one? Exactly. Was that the one? Say. I'm so glad you did it, not me. I'm like, that's <laughs> literally the only chorus. I don't remember any of it. Mandy. <laughs> Mandy. Not Mandy Moore. Mandy the Haunted Doll. Okay. All right, so Mandy the doll, um, she's currently on exhibit. She's in a museum, so you actually can go see her. And she is in the, and again, apologies if I mispronounce this, the Quesnel and District Museum, and that is located in British Columbia. Okay. So our friends to the north in Canada. Yep. So the story behind Mandy is that she was, she's a doll. She's a uh, pretty old-looking doll. She was given by an anonymous donor in 1991 oh. to the museum. Yep. As it usually goes. Fair enough. So, they think that the doll could date back anywhere between 1900 to 1920. And the reason that the uh, donor gave the doll away is she said that when she had it in her house, she would constantly hear, like, a baby crying. And she'd often find the doll by, like, an open window. And sometimes the doll would just disappear altogether and just, like, show up. So, like, Mandy went out for a night on a town, and then she came (laughs) back the next day. Reminds me of, like... (laughs) Toy Story. Yeah, kind (laughs) of. What if it's all like, oh my God, what if Toy Story, what if they're all just haunted dolls? (gasps) Oh, Pixar. (laughs) You did us dirty, Pixar. (laughs) 
Fan theory. Fan theory. Because there's, like, what mean if, ones, too. Like yeah, the what if they're all haunted dolls? <gasps> Maybe that's why some things aren't haunted and some are, like, act, like... Not all the thing, not all not the all things the in are. toy, yeah, yeah, Toy Story were necessarily like alive. Ooh, that's a good theory. Nice work. Yeah, Toy Story fan theory. You heard it first <laughs> on the dolls. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Mandy. <laughs> back to Mandy. Back to our girl Mandy, who was like leaving the house and coming back and crying. <laughs> So, um, finally, the donor, she just couldn't do it anymore. So, mm-hmm. she donated the doll. And the museum staff, at first, kind of didn't know where she was going to go, like her exhibit would be. Mm-hmm. So, she was kind of at the entrance of the museum. Um, but when she was there, they noticed a lot of weird, like, things happening. Um, kind of mischievous things. Like, their lunches, like the staff lunches would go missing. And then they'd, like, <laughs> turn up in, like, a weird cabinet or, like, not in the refrigerator. Like, just somewhere yeah. it should not be. Um, and you know, people would say when they walked by her, they would see her eyes follow them across oh, the room. Uh-uh. And I'm like, no, you got, mm, <laughs> no. it's going to be a no from me. Yeah. I don't like that. Raymond. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds like she may have been at first place with other dolls, but that didn't work out so well because when they would come in in the mornings, they'd find the dolls either damaged or knocked over. Ooh, so Mandy didn't, she did not like to be placed with, she does not play well with others. <laughs> So, today Mandy is in her own case, and it seems like that is a better fit better for her. Spot. Sure. But that does not keep weird things from happening when people mm. go to see her. So, visitors have reported uh, their cameras malfunctioning when they get near the doll. The lights in the room start to flicker. They, kind of the same thing I said before, that they think the eyes are following them around the room. And some people have even said that they've seen Mandy blink. Ew. If I wasn't in the uncanny valley, I parachuted into it after that. I was like, no. No, 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 no. So, naturally, that's kind of brought up the need to have, like, maybe a medium kind of take a look and do a reading with the doll to figure out kind of what the deal is. Um, So, they've done that. And I'm I'm not sure if this was the donor who had this done or the museum actually did this. So, Mm -hmm. I I don't want to say either way. Um, But uh, it sounds like the psychic thought that the doll is linked to the spirit of a young girl. And I'll say what I said before. So I'm not saying yes, and I'm not saying no, but I'm hesitant. So they think it's uh, the spirit of a young girl, and that's why they think the doll is thought to be more mischievous than actually violent. Okay. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm very skeptical when it comes to little ghost girls. I'll, I've always... Yes, you are. Yeah, fair enough. So that's Mandy. Dang. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of haunted dolls. There's a lot. You could do episode on episode yeah. about this, truly. There, there's a ton. So, after all of that, are you pro-haunted doll or against haunted doll? I'm more against haunted dolls than for. Yes. Still intrigued. You can be intrigued, <laughs> but I'm still against them. <laughs> so, if you want to stay married, <laughs> that will not be happening. Fair exactly. Enough. I won't. So, Lindsay, there you go. That was your your topic. Yep. We did some haunted dolls. Now, do you want to tell them, we have no proof that this doll is haunted, but it should be. Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yes. Um, So, my great-grandmother, who Mm -hmm. has since passed away, um, got this doll as a very young child. Just It must just run in the family, because I think I told you about my American Girl doll. Mm -hmm. I had Molly, and I cut her hair. 
I took a break yes, and I, like, cut yep. her hair. And I was just, like, I was really upset after. <laughs> she looks ugly. <laughs> I did a bad thing. So my great-grandmother, she was small, decided to do the same thing. So, like, this baby has, like, just no hair. And it's just been through the ringer. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. Um, and so this is the doll that my mom likes to... My mom has it now. Mm-hmm. Um, Does she have it at her house now? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was hoping that got lost. And, <laughs> And she likes to hide it under, like, Celeste pillows and blankets when Celeste pulls, like, the blanket. Because Celeste is, like, utterly, I'm terrified. Like, terrified of it. Um, so we'll post a picture of it because we do have a pic. We'll put it up on Instagram because yeah. I do want to get everyone's thoughts on it. <laughs> it's, um, it's a dozer. I mean, I don't, I, it just looks creepy. Like, the Uncanny Valley. Like, yeah. It just looks creepy. Yeah. The eyes are, like, going in different directions. Yeah, and, and like, it's broken and it's, it's clearly no old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a creepy doll. It is. I hate this doll. So I think that was funny to kind of add into this yeah. episode. The worst mistake I ever made was telling your mother I was afraid of it because now <laughs> the doll shows up everywhere. And at night when we stay there and I go into your room, I have to make you go in first to check for the doll. <laughs> and turn it around. And turn around. I don't even, like, now I'm not even going to let it stay in the room. It's got to, like, yeah. it's got to go away. Yeah. Well, my mom's house is, like, super haunted anyway, so. Yeah, I feel like that's not what we the need. needs to go away. <laughs> Hanging out in there with everything else going on in yeah, that house. Pretty much. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that doll freaks me out. I don't even like thinking about it. Mm-mm. Want to see a picture? No. <laughs> because we're going to have to put it on Instagram. I'm going to have to see it anyway. Oh. Yes. All right. Well, I think that's it. That's all we got on the haunted doll situation for now. I think so, too. Stay tuned. It sounds like there's always going to be more. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Well, do you have any final thoughts before we do some housekeeping? I don't and think so. I've been getting some really good Dougie and kitty pics and videos, yeah. and those are always fun. So yeah. Keep, keep sending them. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of uh, Instagram followers this week, I yeah. noticed, too. So thank, thank you. you. That's yeah. awesome. Obviously, people are spreading the word. So. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> Welcome. <I heard>. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Yes. Yes. So come visit me on Facebook, Ghoul Friends Podcast. Yeah. You can come see us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. And if you have a listener story or you just want to shoot us an email, you can reach us at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And you can also purchase merchandise. Yep. Um, we have shirts, mugs, bags, mm-hmm. hats, um, really anything. If you have any ideas of things that we can add yeah. um, or you'd like to purchase, we can definitely make that happen. Yeah. Um, just search ghoulfriendspodcast.cottoncart.com. And remember, um, all proceeds for the foreseeable future um, that we get from the purchases, we're going to donate to the... NAACP um, Education, Legal and Education. Legal Defense and Education Fund. You were so close. Say it one more time. It's the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund in support of Black Lives Matter. Yes. So we have had some purchases for that. So um, we do get our payment quarterly. Mm -hmm. So as soon as that comes in, um, we'll let y'all know. Yep. And we'll we'll put it out. And, you know, what, you know, we've donated. Yeah. We, we will share our receipts so y'all can see that money and where it's going. Yeah. So um, thank you for everyone that has Yeah, absolutely. Purchased. And yeah. for those that haven't, get on it, please. <laughs> get you a super soft shirt. Yes. Which actually I'm wearing today. <laughs> that was a happy accident. It was. <laughs> yes, very comfortable stuff for sure. Yeah, it really is. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up for this one. All right. As always, I'm Celeste. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. And we are your ghoul friends. Bye, ghouls. Do you want to see my doll? (laughs) No. (laughs)